You're listening to the Brand Ambition Podcast. Here he is, the owner of Asai TV, lead singer of the One-Eyed Buffalo, former pro wrestler, former army soldier, published author, cat lover, host of Go There, Eat That, Super Proud Dad, and all that, Brandon Bishop. Yes, that's me. I'm all of those things. Everything that Vinny in that introduction said, I am all of that. And so much more. He didn't even uh, he didn't even say a podcast host, let alone the host of two podcasts. Yes, you were listening to the first one, the Brandon Bishop podcast with me, Brandon Bishop. Hi, how you doing? And then I have the wrestling one for all you wrestling fans out there. And there are billions of you around this little floating blue dot in an endless universe. Yes, there's lots of wrestling fans out there. So you can also listen to the Nine Mile Drive wrestling podcast. The same place you found this one. I probably shared it. You're probably a pal. Last week, um, record numbers for both podcasts. And record numbers, like on, on our on my level, is like not huge, but you know we're pushing fifteen hundred. That's pretty damn good for somebody who doesn't advertise anything and just kind of does this as a personal outlet. So um, for, yeah, fourteen hundred and seventy-two for the uh, Nine Mile Drive Wrestling Podcast with me, Brandon Bishop, and then uh, a, a little under thirteen hundred for uh, the Brandon Bishop Podcast. So apparently, there's more wrestling fans out there than there are fans of me. <laughs> that's uh, not by much, I guess. I, I, I mean, you could be both. I mean, I was a wrestler. That's why I have the podcast. I did that crap for what 16 years, and I'm still, you know, in talks about doing that crap all the time. People call me, Brandon, you want to work? <sighs> it's really annoying, isn't it? I have my Starbucks dragon drink, which is mostly just ice and, and pieces of dragon at this point, but... Like when people smack their lips and go, ah, afterwards, doesn't that drive you freaking crazy? Ah, it's the worst thing. I drive myself crazy doing it. It's the dumbest thing. Why do we do shit like that? Why do we do that? Why do we do that? I'm not a big fan of smacking lips in general, to be honest with you. Like people that chew with their mouth open, and I'm sure I've mentioned this before, are just the freaking, when you're trapped in a car or trapped in a meeting or trapped anywhere with somebody who's just, when they eat, it sounds like you're walking through a bowl of macaroni. That is unacceptable, people. You have to, I mean, my kid's 12, so occasionally he forgets that he's, you know, a loud eater sometimes, which he's not normally, but sometimes, you know, he just lets it go, lets it go, and it's, Oh my goodness! I just—it sounds like you're taking like a wet towel and slapping like, like a, a, a gutted deer's innards. This is a bad metaphor. Um, it just—you <laughs> you know what it sounds like. It's terrible. It's the worst. Some people can't take nails on a chalkboard. I can't take smacking, slurping sounds. I can't do it. It kills me inside. It like I can feel it in my spine. It's that bad to me. I, mean, I know I have that audio sensory thing that geniuses have, apparently. Um, and that's what they do online. They find out something that everybody has and say, oh, only geniuses have that. And then we all feel smart about ourselves. And then we click on it. And you know they make 0.2 cents on their Google ads or whatever, ad cents. Anyway, um, <laughs> that's how things work nowadays, people. That's, that's life. 
And I need to figure that out because I need some of that money. I'll take that 0.2 cents per click. Anyway, I need some sponsors for this show is what I need. So, uh, yeah, the eating thing. I spent two years, uh, spent some time in Korea in the army and had to eat with Koreans where it's almost, I think, customary to smack your lips like and like crazy. I almost said like an asshole because I, I hate it so much. Oh, I just, it, but the worst is like, okay, here, here's a, here's an example. I was on the road doing a wrestling show from, I think Wichita Falls all the way up to Tulsa, Oklahoma, about a four hour trip. And, um, <laughs> I was there with, um, a bunch of people who I adore. Uh, I'm trying to think of everybody that was in that car with me. I'm pretty sure it was, um, I know it was little Joe who was this little kid. No, no, he wasn't a little kid. He was, he seemed like a little kid. He was a little guy, but he's the most athletic person in the world. Uh, Mr. Brown, Rich Brown, who I'm still in contact with today. And, uh, I don't remember who else was in the car, maybe Matt Garza or something. Um, but <laughs> we're traveling in this big ass van and the bag of sunflower seeds started getting passed around. And here I am without headphones. I didn't bring any headphones. I should have known better. And I'm just literally, I remember being in the back of this van with, I don't remember if it was my jacket or what wrapped around my head and just my other ear pressed to the bottom of the floor of the van. Like I wasn't in a seat. I was on the floor of the van just trying to get away from the noise of them smacking their lips over these sunflower seeds. I couldn't take it. I couldn't take it. I've ended relationships. I mean this. I've ended actual, like, we're together having sex uh, and seeing each other and and hanging out and having dinner all the time and eating things and, and holding hands type of relationships because of this kind of shit. I'm not going to tell you who it was, but if they happen to be listening and you wondered what went wrong, eat with your mouth shut, girl, please. Everything else was fine. Just eat with your mouth shut. Actually, there's been two of them. (laughs) The other one was another problem that I've always had. And it actually, I mean, my mom and I, we didn't get along together when I lived there as a kid, you know? One thing that she did did at the point, she doesn't do it now, which is weird because it's just completely gone. But like when she hit her S's, like when she would just be speaking, it wasn't her fault by any means, but for some reason it just, like I said, it was like a lightning bolt right up the spine. Every and it was so high pitched that I, I, I did everything I could to not do that. So if you ever hear me like hit the S's, a lot of times you're hearing me pronounce a Z because that just kind of mutes it out or kind of like muffles it out. And even when I, like when I'm on an airplane or something now, if there's two people cackling behind me loudly and it, that's all I hear. And it kills me, this, this audio sensory thing. And I, and I do it too. And it bothers me when I do it. And it's a, it's a brain thing, man. It's a, it's really, (laughs) it's, it's, it's something that's really bothered me. Like, and there's a lot of other things like, like if my cat's licking her asshole, I have to stop her and I just go in another room and do that. I don't, I know you have to do that. I get it. You're a cat. You have to clean your asshole. It's, it's part of it. I wipe my asshole every day. So do you. Everybody does. We have to take care of our assholes. Some people put things in their assholes. I mean, other people like it in the asshole. Assholes are very important, especially for a cat. And if I had a rough tongue like that, I'm not going to go there. Anyway, um, 
I just have to move her and tell her to go in another room when she's cleaning herself. It drives me crazy. That's why I can't have a dog. I love dogs. But as soon as they start licking their balls or going to that water bowl, I am in hell. I am in hell. I, I can't take it. Like, I remember just like a dog. We had dogs when I was living with my parents, and they would just sit there and chew on these little rawhide bones or whatever they were, and it would just be the worst thing ever. It's just, I, I, and I hate this about myself. If I could change anything about myself, it's two things. I'd like to be in better shape. I mean, I'm sexy as hell. Don't get me wrong. But I have a body made for radio at this point. Um, and I would just cure this audio sensory thing because I just absolutely freaking hate it. Anyways, how's your day? It's time for the headlines, baby. Let's get funky. All right, headlines time. First of all, personal headline, I'm trying to learn how to play guitar. <laughs> I know, you're like, that's, that's not news, Brandon. But for me, it is. Let me tell you why. Uh, I've been in bands. I've been around bands. I've uh, sang in bands. I've played drums in bands. I've recorded with bands. I've toured with bands. I've, uh, most of my friends back in the day were in bands uh, that are a lot of people today are Good friends of mine are, are in bands. I've dated women in bands. I've uh, played in cover bands, original bands. Uh, it's, I have been a musician most of my life, but mostly behind the drums or singing. And I've always wanted, I've been around guitars that entire time, and I've always wanted to learn how to play. I just, well, I just never, I don't know. I never, I've had the time. I, there's no excuses. It just wasn't like high on that priority list, you know? I mean, there's whole, you know, being a dad thing. And like I said, these are just excuses, whatever. They're, they're good ones, but I've always wanted to learn how to play guitar. So uh, after my guitar player, Dave uh, Lukasik, after he passed away uh, earlier this year, it really kind of lit a fire under that need and urge because I don't have him anymore. He would, th this was our relationship for the last 21 years, um, or at least for the last 10 years, uh, or th actually 15 years since I've been here in Colorado. I would just get an email out of nowhere and it'd be a song. I mean, sometimes I'd go to Oklahoma and do the vocals or do them here, whatever. Um, sometimes I'd, you know, cover the drum tracks or, but primarily the song was done. He would just record and master this beautiful piece of music <clears throat> and say, Hey, you know, put some vocals over this. And, and that's how we did our last album, which is called last room on the right. The band is called one eyed Buffalo. It's just me and him now. Uh, we used to have a full lineup and play out all over the place. We met in Korea together. And, and I've gone over this with, and I'm not going to get upset and start crying on my podcast again uh, over my buddy. Uh, I could, but I'm not going to. Um, so, I mean, he would just send me songs out of nowhere. And I loved it. And I'm, I'm going to miss that until the day I die. There's no one that's going to replace him. I'm not going to find some instant, you know, chemistry with, with some other guitar player or whomever. It's just not going to happen. But I have myself. I have my own creativity. A lot of these songs that are on the last room, to the, uh, actually all of our songs, um, even on the album before that, which was Take It to the Yard, released in the year 2000. Yes, we've known each other. We've been jamming that long. We met in 98. Um, 21 years, which is going to be the name of the next album. Um, yeah, I'm blessed to have had all that time with them. Like I said, I'm not going to go down that road, but... I don't feel like being depressed today. I'm in a good mood. I got my dragon drink, and I got I had egg bites this morning, of course, from Starbucks. And uh, it, it's a good. I'm naked. I'm at home. It's a snowy, snowy day here in Colorado Springs, and I have really nothing to do but these podcasts. Maybe rub one out later, 
and I'm going to take a hot bath after I rub one out and then maybe order some Grubhub, Pornhub and Grubhub type of day. That's what it is. It's all about the hubs. So if you know any more hub, maybe I'll get a ticket at StubHub. Maybe I'll get married and have a hub hub and and be gay. That's fine. Whatever. Um, It's a hub kind of day, but it's going to start with Pornhub and Grubhub in the tub. (laughs) This is getting awesome. Back to Dave. I don't have many more, but I, I used to hum these songs out to him. I used to just sing vocal tracks and see what he'd come up with. Um, I would play little things on the keyboard, little chord progressions and stuff, and say, hey, do something with this. And he'd bring me back something completely different, but 10 times as amazing. The guy was an underestimated musician by every aspect. He should have been world, world famous um, for his contributions to our you know, little music industry, and uh, I'm going to miss him forever. And I'm going to miss those emails, but since I know they're not going to come anymore, I, I have to do it myself. So... I wanted to say thank you to uh, the universe. I put it out there and said, hey, I want to learn how to play guitar. And next thing you know, people start saying, hey, I have these guitars that have been sitting in the closet. My buddy Dan said, hey, I have this acoustic Yamaha that's been sitting in the closet for five years. No one's touching it. You want it? Like, want it? Can I pay for it? He's like, no, just take it. It'll you know, be glad someone's using it. My friend Heather, an Ibanez hollow body uh, you know, electric acoustic and uh, an Ibanez, I'm sorry, a Les Paul, Gibson Les Paul. They're all sitting in my living room right now. Because of awesome freaking people. I've mentioned Heather before. She's one of my best friends. And, uh, and Dan as well. He's one of my best friends. Uh, you know, I went out and got a little amp for it, a little Fender amp, and I'm learning chords. So I'm trying to learn. Maybe in a couple weeks or a couple months, I'll play a song for you or something like that. But I have all these songs in my head, and I don't have Dave to give them to. And, he, you know, to bounce back and forth with and go out to Oklahoma and sit in that old bedroom with him and just, you know, he has a little studio in the bedroom. We just used to sit in there and, and just for hours and just drink beer and talk, man. We're just, just the best of friends, you know, and I miss that so damn much. And, you know, I am going down that route now. Son of a bitch. I didn't want to. I'm getting all kind of, you know, dry-throated about it. So let's get to the actual headlines, but I'm trying to play guitar. I'll play you a song down the road. Uh, <laughs> Fuck, man, you only have so many of those uh, best friend thingies, you know, and it's even funny for a 46-year-old man to say the words best friend, but that's what he was. Okay, headlines. Uh, Douchebag and douchebag, Trump Giuliani. Trump never claimed he directed Giuliani on on Ukraine. Okay, it's Trump's distancing himself from Rudolph, the red-nosed bullshitter. Um, it's just, uh, it's, listen, people, and I've said this before, like probably five times on this podcast, he'll probably get impeached right around the time he's leaving office anyway, because it's, here's the thing. He's not going to go anywhere. And I don't even know if he's going to leave. If they put Biden against him, Trump is going to win. Biden's not the answer people. Okay. You need somebody up there who can take it to him and speak on his level, no matter how low that is, you need someone that can not only tear him apart, but convince his base that you can be everything that Trump, like the good parts that they like about Trump, and then so much more. You got to be right down the middle. You can't, it's just not going to work with Biden. So if it's Biden to Trump, four more years of Trump, um, which is probably why they're doing this whole impeachment thing anyway, is any reason to get rid of him. But then you got Pence. Is that how it works? If the president gets impeached and the vice president gets that office, right? Is that how it works? Somebody, please fill me in, like message me or something about this. Because 
at least you know Trump is full of shit. At least you know he's a liar and a chauvinist and a fucking petulant child and mentally ill and unstable. At least you know this. Pence is an evil son of a bitch. He's a piece of fucking human excrement. And I would rather, I can't, this is hard to even get out of my mouth, but I think it's better with Trump. So, I mean, <laughs> I mean, if you're a minority, if you're gay, if you're female, if you're any of that stuff, it's better to have Trump because at least, you know, Pence is just every bit as bad, but a silent killer. He's kind of more like the, a little bit. He's like, he's like a Dick Cheney. It, it, uh, it's just, I tell you what, he's not as powerful as Dick Cheney was, but his intentions, if you give him that power. Oh my goodness, you're going to go right back to 1955. Trust me. And those were not good years if you weren't a white man. So, and even if you were a white man, they still weren't that great of years. Anyways, it doesn't matter if he gets impeached. He's not going to go anywhere. And uh, as much as I hate to say it, if you vote for Biden or, you know, if Hillary gets in the race or any of this shit, Four more years of Trump. It's just going to happen. And it's great for comedians. And it's a big reality TV show, people. And you are not the writers. Think about that. Uh, let's see here. Almost 2,000 flights in the U.S. have been delayed. Yeah, it's called snow and ice. And it sucks. And I'm stuck in Colorado as long as my kid is still underage. Uh, as, as, you know, until he's 18. And then maybe we can go someplace. And... Uh, you know, nice and warm, maybe Phoenix, San Diego, any place, Florida. I don't care. I have to get away from winter. I'm done with it. I've lived in Detroit my whole life and I lived here for the last 14 years and I'm just done with cold ass weather. It's, I had to scrape my car for 20 minutes today just to get down the street to get some fucking Starbucks. Yes, it was worth it. But at the same time, I would have rather have had not had to have done that. Okay, what is this crap? Uh, man had seizures after eating hot pot. What's a hot pot? Turns out he had tapeworms in his head. Oh, I gotta click on that shit. What the? A forty-six-year-old construction worker. I'm I'm forty-six. Oh, in China. Well, that's that's yeah. Of course, they don't have any EPA or uh, FDA or any of these th- regulations over there. I mean, of course, you're gonna end up with worms. Um, he was suffering from seizures, turned out to have tapeworms in his head, suspect, uh, suspected to be the result of eating undercooked meat. Yeah, but don't eat undercooked meat, you fucking idiot. That's why I don't eat raw fish. That's why I don't do sushi. That's why. Okay. What's a hot pot though? That sounds good. Is that like a hot pocket? What are you going to eat? Hot pocket now with worms. So pork and mutton and okay, this isn't news. Why? This probably happens to a lot of people. Why is that? Why is that right under like Trump and Thanksgiving? I guess we can talk about Thanksgiving. Um, yeah, it's it's a, it's a vegan's worst nightmare day tomorrow. Uh, today is Wednesday. Tomorrow's Thursday. Thanksgiving. Uh, happy Thanksgiving to all of you. Uh, my son and I, and I guess whoever else, we we don't celebrate normal holidays like Thanksgiving. We call it Turkey Day, and we do it whenever the hell we want to. Because I have them half time, and I'm going to talk about this a little bit later uh, about single fathers. It's one of our topics later. But um, yeah, we did. We kind of do our own holidays. We do Santa Claus Day. 
whenever the hell we want to, as long as it's between November 2nd and New Year's. November 2nd, Marcy Cat, my cat's birthday, who's locked up in a room right now, really pissed off um, that I'm not, that she hears my voice, but it's not directed towards her. I've told you about this. If I'm talking and it's not to her, she has to intervene. She has to make her voice heard. But November 2nd was her 14th birthday. And between then and New Year's, which is another thing that we like to do together, we um, celebrate Santa Claus Day and Turkey Day whenever the hell we want to. We may do it more than once. We've already had two Santa Claus Days. Not that we believe in Santa Claus, but it's fun. Why not? Santa Claus is a, is, is a pagan uh, like story. Is it pagan or Bavarian? I'm sorry. A story about a drunk guy who used to give out gifts and, and lure children and stuff. It's really very unpleasant uh, if you really look into the history of St. Saint, Saint Nicholas. Um, so, yeah, we like to celebrate Santa Claus Day because it's funny, Turkey Day because it's funny, and we do it whenever the hell we want. We've already done Turkey Day. We've already done two Santa Claus Days. We'll probably do another couple of each in December. It's whenever we want to do it. I like to pick them up from school and go, guess what? It's Santa Claus Day. Yay! We have Marcy Cat Day. We have our birthdays. We have, you know, we do Halloween because Halloween's cool. Um, we do Bunny Rabbit Day because none of us are religious. We don't care about, you know, the, the churchy stuff. Um, we don't condemn it, but we just don't partake. We don't subscribe. Judge me if you want to. That's on you. Don't give a shit. We respect you. Believe whatever you want to believe. Accept whatever crutch you want to crutch. Leave us alone. <laughs> don't knock on my door. Don't put up billboards in my neighborhood. Whatever. It's not our thing, but in honor of, because I always had good Easter's, it was like another Christmas for me, and when I was a kid, my parents spoiled the shit out of me on Easter, it was amazing, loved it. So I take that concept, and we make Bunny Rabbit Day, where we celebrate bunnies, bunnies that lay eggs, that's, that's, we take those parts of it, because that's fun, it's all about fun, and family, and love, and being together, and giving, and stuff like that, and eating fun food, whatever, why does it have to be anything else it's not so and then we make up other stuff throughout the year but um yeah thanksgiving is tomorrow the premise of it is just when do things have when does the expiration date everything has an expiration date everything relationships uh you me we we're all gonna die we're all gonna fade away where does expiration dates come into contrast with tradition because that's what Thanksgiving is. It's a tradition. It's nothing. It's, it's a corporate tradition at this point. It's a way to make money. It's a way to sell food, uh, beer, soda, whatever, pop, whatever. It's a, it, it, that's what it is. It, it's not what it used to be. And how the freaking hell do we even know how it got started? Tell me that much. It could have been made up. You don't know it wasn't. What is Thanksgiving? What's the story behind Thanksgiving? There's a bunch of pilgrims and Indians, or can I say Indians anymore, or Native Americans, whatever. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm choking on a pistachio. Um, that came together and had dinner and said, thanks for uh, helping us out. And sorry about all those diseases there, Native American pals, which I guess at that point it wasn't America, was it? I'm so lost on the actual history. I need to do some research before I start running my mouth about Thanksgiving, but... I mean, Native Americans of all tribes have to be horrified <laughs> that for the last however many decades and centuries, we've been celebrating this, this ridiculous holiday. I find it much more acceptable to just praise turkeys, 
<laughs> and I know it's like turkeys are the ones that have it the worst. But honor the beautiful turkey bird. Okay, it's ugly as shit. Turkeys are ugly. That's what, Maybe that's what we'll start calling it, ugly turkey day. I, I just don't understand the actual concept behind any of these holidays because Easter is bullshit. Christmas is bullshit. Thanksgiving is bullshit. The only one that really stands up is freaking Halloween. That should be the that should be the Super Bowl every year. That should be the WrestleMania every year. That should be the World Series of holidays. Thanksgiving. All it is is a reason. To, and the good parts of it, it's a great reason to get the whole family together, which we shouldn't need a reason for that. Once a month or twice a month, you should have that big family dinner. Every single family should do that. I know you can't always afford to fly people everywhere and, and you know, afford all the, the, the meal itself and all that stuff, but something should be done more than just, you know, for Thanksgiving. And maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's just the, 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 the mark of, of this is when we're doing it. This is when we have to do it because it's fucking Thanksgiving. This is, and maybe that's, that's, that's the good parts of it. I like that kind of stuff. I don't have a big family. I have a mom in Detroit and I have a son here and that's my entire family. And I just found out about a daughter that I'm working on talking about. Hopefully maybe I'll even interview her for the podcast. I don't know. She's going to be out here next month. Super excited. She's going to be in this house with this microphone near and another microphone right next to me. Maybe we'll sit and have a special episode of this podcast and, uh, share everything with you. I, I don't know uh, why I would do that, but I, I tend to like to document things like in this manner. But anyways, if you're, if you're celebrating Thanksgiving because you love family, that's awesome. If you're you know, a chef like me, I'm not an actual chef, but I'm a cook like me who just loves to cook for a bunch of people. That's awesome. Uh, if you're just getting a bunch of friends together and you're calling it Friendsgiving or whatever it is, <laughs> hipster assholes. Um, that's cool too, though. It's whatever. But don't pretend like you're celebrating something that probably didn't happen. Product placement. Brandon likes this stuff. Okay, gonna get selfish with the product placement again. And I love this music. It's like a circusy type thing. I love that. I, I could listen to that all day. Uh, I've told you about Asai TV time and time and time again. They're the main sponsor of the show. It's the television network that I own. It's ASY TV. You can get it at ASYTV.com. You've got Netflix. You've got Hulu. You've got Amazon Prime. You've got HBO Go. You've got the WWE Network. You've got Disney Plus now, which, by the way, in The Mandalorian, fantastic. All the Star Wars stuff, good to have. The rest of it, I really, I'm a 46-year-old man. I don't care that much about it there's some gems on there though so if you like that it's awesome if you've got a kid you can't beat it but for me it's all about the star wars stuff don't care about superheroes and marvel and all that stuff simpsons are on there now i have hulu so why do i need that anyway disney plus that's not the what i'm talking about i'm talking about asai tv asytv.com you've got the rest now give us a shot add us to the mix it's only 2.99 a month but that's not the only television network that i partake in we have satellite networks that are starting to spring up pretty soon we're going to have asai tv classics all old movies black and white stuff older stuff tv shows Fun commercials, fun stuff like that. It's going to be a blast. I can't wait to put that together and bring that to the masses. But right now, we have Asai Paranormal, and you can get that at AsaiParanormal.com. You know, I'm just going to... There's a show in there called Wrestling with Ghosts, 
And uh, let's see here. It's ringing. Ring-a-ding-ding. Put it on speaker here. Uh, Vinny Vineyard and Luke Walker are my partners. In, uh, let's see if they answer the phone. I don't What's know. What's going on, babe? Wow, you sound like a gay robot, and I like it. Are you driving? You guys are in Tennessee. Like, is there any cell reception? Do they have cell phones in Tennessee? They do, just not where we live. We live in the crap parts of of the, of the Tennessee. I've like been to Nashville, Lu- Memphis, Knoxville. <laughs> I've been to Luke's house out there in uh, Gatlinburg. Awesome area, by the way. I mean, it's a nice house out in the middle of the woods, mountains and stuff. I couldn't have wanted to live in a place more than that, where there's nobody around me bothering me. I love that. Well, I mean, that's the funny thing about when you came to Gatlinburg. You didn't see Gatlinburg. Gatlinburg is like 30 miles of hillbilly Vegas. You just saw like this weird crack that's on the back end uh, where nobody is. I mean, I'm... I've been in traffic for an hour trying to go 30 miles right now. No, I was downtown. Uh, I was downtown. We went across that big, long bridge. We filmed there. We filmed. Yeah, that's just, that's just one part of that town, and then it goes into Pigeon Forge and Sevierville. Whoa, robot. <laughs> I can't hear anything you're saying. It sounds like, sounds like somebody playing a Casio keyboard. This is amazing. Wow. Oh, my goodness. This is bad. <laughs> I don't want to stop recording this. This is fantastic. I like it. Can you call me on the phone? I'll tell you what. How about you call me right back? I tried the Facebook thing. Call me right back. All right. Send me your phone number. Send you my phone number. We've been in business for two years. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that was kind of awesome. Let's see if he can figure it out. I'm going to send him my phone number. How does he not have my phone number? Unbelievable. Anyway, that's Vinny Vineyard and um, Luke Walker. It's really weird that we all met. Actually, maybe it's not that weird that we all met because we're basically brothers from other mothers. Oh, here we go. Okay, how's this? How are we, how we doing? This sounds much better so far. Okay, perfect, perfect, perfect. And this is Vinny, right? Yeah. Okay. I got headphones on and there's compression and all this stuff. I don't know who's who. I was just telling a story that it's weird how uh, we all met because we're basically kind of most, mostly kind of the same people, cut from a lot of the same cloth. It's, it is weird. We're Renaissance men for sure. I mean, I used to do a show called Ghost Fighters with two other guys. We were all wrestlers and we'd go to haunted places it wasn't as anywhere near as good as wrestling with Ghost. It was just something we did for fun, because that's how a side, that's how a side TV got started from a side, Asylum Championship Wrestling. I just wanted to do sideshows with the wrestlers. I wanted to do a, a travel show, a cooking show, a paranormal show, you know, all the kind of popular takes on on television, but with my wrestlers and put that on the website with the wrestling show. And this is before WWE Network. This is before all that stuff. Uh, what I'm saying is I'm a genius, uh, but you knew that. <laughs> Um, but anyways, you, you kind of called me out of nowhere, and I was like, well, shit. These are, and then you, not only that, you're musicians. Not only that, yeah. we're, we're all very political people. We talk a lot of the same stuff. We're all freaking handsome as hell. We're, we're beautiful people. Uh, we're funny. We're, and, yeah, I mean, really the only difference is, is you, 
Was that? We're humble. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but yeah, tell me about uh, um, the product placement uh, for this episode of the Brandon Bishop podcast with me, Brandon Bishop, <laughs> is um, uh, a Psy Paranormal. Well, brother, I appreciate that, man. I'm telling you, it, it's growing slowly, but it's finally starting to get some traction. We're getting people sending me messages saying, I like this. I like this episode. Thank you for making a network for me. Uh, this particular episode of this show was badass. Uh, I'm getting feedback from people I don't know, and that's a good sign. And I think uh, what we're trying to do with this network is is basically there's 500,000 people that watch paranormal television on cable. Cable is dying. Where are they going to go? AsaiParanormal.com is the answer. Uh, because it's all original shows, and I'm telling you, I'm driving right now, and if you lose me, I'm, I'm going to meet with Prometheus Productions to do a television show for Netflix, blah, blah, blah. All that stuff doesn't matter, but the point is, streaming services are, are where it's at, cable is dying, and we're the ones going to cater to paranormal needs. And this meeting I'm going to, dude, everything's fake. You know, this show that I'm going to be on is going to be completely fake. The thing about the what you see on Paranormal uh, or Aside Paranormal is all the shows we have, if they're these uh, shows that are uh, paranormal types, they're all legit. They're all people that love um, the paranormal and they're not going to, to compromise and uh, make the, you know, and just sensationalize evidence just to do it. it, it they believe in the validity of uh, the evidence. And, and that's that's one of the things that we hold true well like you know since we're all wrestlers i can put it into this context you've got travel channel you've got destination america that's kind of like you know the big leagues as far as paranormal television goes but then you've got this whole independent circuit that's hungry and unique and unfiltered and un uh, unobstructed so to speak and they're not being told to you know let's let's do this spot it's basically you go out there and do your thing and that's what i think we are i think aside paranormal which by the way you can get at asy paranormal.com yeah that's right um i i think that's where we kind of come in and and there's other ones out there but nothing with the uh the level of content that we've got and all the different little features as well you know the ghost stories and the paranormal groups and the haunted locations which we do have to get off on the ball and uh start adding stuff too uh, but it's a uh, it's a lot of fun. I mean, you can go that. You don't even have to get the, you know, the the two ninety nine. If I mean, if you don't, you're cheap. I'm just going to say that right off the bat. If you're if you're interested enough to go to asciparanormal dot com and sign up as a member and check out all the features and stuff, the free stuff. If you're that interested, if it means that much to you, where you're going to take that time to check out the site, which is beautiful, which is nice, which is fun then you are a cheap ass for not spending $2.99 to check out the programming because that's really the heart of it. Well, you know, the it's also for people that make independent movies. If you have a paranormal team and you videotape your stuff, you can make that into a show. It's for everybody that's interested. It's not just for people who like scary TV. It's for people that want to make scary TV. And let's just listen to what happened. This week alone, there's going to be a brand new episode of It Happened to Me featuring my brother telling the most amazing hiking story ever uh, that I've ever heard, where he ran into multiple ghosts, he almost got killed by two different bears, and he almost got killed by a rattlesnake, and he almost drowned. It's one of the most amazing stories I've ever heard, and he's a great storyteller. Were they ghost bears? 
<laughs> Amy Dumas with uh, the UFO show just released her freaking new show. Uh, Wrestling with Ghosts, we got another episode. We just had one uh, in Post Town, Ohio. We're going to do another one. <coughs> we got a brand new documentary from 76, from 765 Paranormal. Uh, they have a documentary more about the load. Uh, Hacks Horror Show just uh, uploaded a bunch of new content uh, last month and this month. And, yep. Plus, uh, I'm getting ready to hit the road with uh, Leah from Sparkle Nation, so we're going to have more of those up here pretty soon. And we've got the Ghost of Ireland, an Irish show, is, is uh, joining up with us, and we're loading a bunch of that stuff before the holidays. I mean, it's it's happening. It's, high, it's starting to slowly creep out. People are checking it out going, this jive is all the way live, and uh, it's going to get better and better as it, as it grows. That's what she said. Well, you also, you and Luke, who I was just talking about, uh, also, uh, you, you're basically the, the, the meat and potatoes behind wrestling with ghosts. How did you guys, I mean, I think I've, I know these stories, and uh, you obviously know the stories, and a few people that are listening obviously know the stories, but how did you guys meet, and where did the name come from? And tell me just a, just a brief little synopsis about the show. Well, we met when um, we were wrestling at a show in the middle of nowhere in Tennessee, and... Uh, we, I was, at the time, I was borrowing a, I had my hair cut. Normally my gimmick is a uh, funk master, so I have an afro. But I was, I have a drag queen friend of mine who's a wrestler uh, in, a, in a drag queen. And that's Steve Travis, Austin, right? His, <laughs> he's just a queen. Oh, okay. Uh, but uh, he was letting me borrow his uh, three-foot afro Christmas lights. And to be honest, it's about the most glorious thing you've ever seen. And Luke just spotted me, and I'm wearing a Harlem Globetrotters outfit, pissing in the urinal, and he goes, yep, that's my new best friend. So Luke <laughs> kind of stalked me for a while, and I thought he was kind of weird at first, but over time, he's a genuinely great guy, and uh, and, and he's funny, and it, dude, like, he's got Asperger's, not Asperger's like, uh, you know, delicious cheeseburgers made of ass. Delicious. He's got, uh, he's on the spectrum. What he's great at is he has all these little pathways. So we do a lot of running gun television. We also produce a couple other shows on the side, Paranormal. And if something goes wrong, he is so fast to go to his other lane. And, and he's very funny in a different way than I am. He's very sophisticated fart joke. I'm more surreal, like abstract, uh, left of center. Uh, I, I don't know what kind of humor you'd call it, like Mr. Show type stuff. And he's more like Butter Kenny. <laughs> and uh, we combine forces, uh, and uh, we do a lot of humor. We do a lot of ghost stuff. We have, uh, you know, we'll, we fucking wrestle all over the country, and uh, we're getting old for that. But we do this ghost show, and uh, and man, it, it's been a it's been a hoot. And, and it's just like right now we're talking, like we're <laughs> I'm late for a meeting with Prometheus Entertainment. Oh, I guess I should have said that. But anyway, we're the production company and, and uh, talk about getting a, yeah, getting a show on Netflix and just, it's a, it's been a wild ride, man. It's just one of these guys, uh, me and him are not a lot alike in some ways, uh, but just a very, he compliments my weaknesses and, and vice versa. Because of that, we can get some stuff done. Yeah, you guys, you guys are a gimmick, man, and I mean that in a good way. It's uh, it, not everybody yeah. has that. You guys got a good presence about you. I got to spend a day and a half with Luke, and uh, 
Loved every minute of it. Like you said, very genuine, uh, just awesome guy. But this isn't the put over yeah. Luke show. This isn't the put over Luke segment. You know, Luke gets enough of that, I think, just from his own stuff. <laughs> um, but yeah, Psy Paranormal, you can get it at a Psy Paranormal, A-S-Y Paranormal. If you don't know how to spell paranormal, then get a freaking dictionary. AsyParanormal.com. There's a ton of stuff on there. At least check it out. Sign up as a member. It lets you do all the fun stuff. And then... Um, Two ninety nine, dude. Two ninety nine is all we're asking for this, uh, Vinny. It's look, you know, even if you're on the fence about this, just succumb. You're you're helping independent filmmakers from all across the country and all across the world. And you know, this stuff that you watch on television, I'm not trying to poop on anything. This cable television paranormal stuff, it's all fake, man. And I can guarantee you. Pro wrestlers chasing ghosts is the realest thing on reality TV. Wrestling with ghosts, and then we have a bunch of other shows. We got Hellstream Incorporated, which is about, uh, the behind the scenes behind a house in Detroit, um, Colorado. Uh, Hacks Horror Show is kind of like uh, like a son, son of Singuli type thing. Uh, real ghost stories with it happened to me, Alone in the Dark, which is your show where you go to places by yourself, which is creepy as hell. Here's one thing about, I'll, I'll tell you about Alone in the Dark real quick, don't mean to cut you off, but uh, Alone in the Dark, I've done a lot of same places that ghost hunters have done, that uh, ghost adventures have done, and the thing that I always take away from the places that I've shared with those uh, different shows is the conversations I have with the people that, that are there talking about those shows. They're like, oh yeah, they, you know, they say on TV it's just the three of them, or now I guess now four of them, but there's ten people in the truck. You know, there's, there's people, you know, there's a a, a publicist, there's a, you know, a director, there's all these different things. And, and I I get it. It's television, but that's not what a side TV is about. It's not what a side paranormal is about. So, I mean, I just wanted to get you on the horn, man, and say thanks for, uh, you know, sticking with us for, we've had our ups and downs, not personally, but business, you know, sometimes we get lots of subscribers. Sometimes we lose 10 subscribers, whatever we're trying, we're doing our thing. And, uh, if people can't respect that, at least, then, you know, we don't need them. But we just well, wanted to reach there's out. A of, there's, a lot, there's a lot of wrestling influence in our program. Like, our final, the season two finale, which is going to be kind of Christmas time, I just got off the horn with a guy doing uh, that. We got a, every one of our, with Wrestling with Ghosts, our intro songs are different, different types of music. And our season finale is a hip-hop guy out of uh, Asheville, North Carolina. And he's freaking... Uh, color commentator for the school of Ricky Morton uh, wrestling school. So there's so many wrestling references into this programming. It, it's kind of weird. Hack, Hack is a pro wrestler. He's a deathmatch wrestler. You were a wrestler. Me and Luke and Travis are wrestlers. So, and Lita obviously is a wrestler. So, I mean, it, it, it's very strange. It's low production entertainment uh, is married hand in hand. And I, I got to get off and get to this meeting. But Brandon, I love you. And I hope when I see you in February, we will have a long embrace. Oh, so long. So long. <laughs> All right, my friend. Take care. Take care, brother. Yeah, that was Vinny. Uh, I, I adore those guys, uh, Vinny and Luke. And uh, this is the longest product placement, by the way, we've ever done. And the product placement is Asai Paranormal, A-S-Y, paranormal.com, only two ninety nine a month. It's freaky. It's spooky. It's scary. It's fun. All kinds of stuff. Everything from, like I said, uh, travel shows to paranormal investigations to, to ghost stories to old movies like one step beyond is on there the old tv show that was the precursor to twilight zone all of these things are on a side paranormal so go check it out it's only 2.99 a month don't be a cheap bitch welcome to the hall of respect these people are awesome i love them
Okay, the Hall of Respect. You know, we're changing things around. We put the product placement a little early. Usually we do the Dungeon of Douche first, so I can end on a high note with the Hall of Respect. But we're changing it around. We're still going to keep the meat at the end. I'm going to keep my meat of this episode, which is called The Meat, at the very end of the podcast, uh, where it belongs. Uh, Because my meat belongs in your end. (sighs) I can see my kid like shaking his head slowly at me right now, just like, geez, that's my dad. Uh, Like most of you are right now for that joke. I apologize. I don't apologize for much, but for that one... I'm still not going to apologize. It was funny, damn it. Screw you guys. Um, Hall of Respect. Uh, you know, let me tell you a little story about the Hall of Respect. It actually started off as, uh, like I kind of talked about earlier, Asylum Championship Wrestling. I wanted to pay respect to those who helped me get that thing started, who helped me make it bigger and really big at, at a couple times. You know, the original guys and superstars like Dr. Def Steve Williams and all that, you know, it was, it was the Hall of Respect. It was, I, don't, I didn't want to make a Hall of Fame because that's just lame and been done a thousand times. So it's the Hall of Respect. So I put all these guys in there, gave them little plaques, posters, whatever, and uh, just paid my tribute to them, whatever. I, I like that concept. So I kind of wanted to bring it over to this podcast and bring it back from the dead. Uh, it's a new Hall of Respect, of course, and it's just people that I think are doing good as opposed to the Dungeon of Douche which is a new concept for people that belong in something called the Dungeon of Douche because they're douchebags and they belong in a dungeon. But I'll get to that in a second. Anyway, um, on, on this episode, I wanted to... I hate the word shout out. I wanted to give a shout out. Dude. I hate it when people say that, but I almost said it. I wanted to pay respect to people like myself. <laughs> no, not amazing podcast hosts on uh, incredible professional wrestlers and musicians and all this stuff. I'm talking about single dads that do their best. Now, there's a lot of single dads out there that are pure shit. There's a lot of single moms out there that are pure shit. But I'm in a class that I know I'm in, and I'm very confident in saying this. I'm not at all looking for a pat on the back or a big chocolate chip cookie, even though that sounds amazing right now. I'm not, that's not what I'm doing this for. I'm not, I'm not sitting here going, uh, yeah, look at me. I'm a dad, and I'm struggling, and I'm trying to make everything right, and I'm a good dad, and yeah, my kid loves me. No, that's shit you're supposed to be doing. But... They make it, and by they, I mean this whole fucking system, and sometimes, I'm lucky. My kid's got a really good mom. We don't agree all the time, of course. Name two humans that do, especially over something as important as our entire world, which is this kid, my son. Of course, we're not going to agree all the time. Of course, there's going to be hiccups. I've made a couple of mistakes in the last 12 years. I know that she has definitely made a couple of mistakes in the last 12 years. And she knows that, but (laughs) there's a lot of fathers out there that just have it so damn hard. It is. It's so damn hard. You, we look at our kids and we're like, that is my whole world. I will die for this kid. I will do anything it takes to make this kid at least smile and feel loved and be spoiled and, 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 and learn and be disciplined and be a good human being. I'm going to put everything into this kid. But at the same time, at the same fucking time, it can all be taken away from you like that. Now, there's no threat of that whatsoever. Everybody in, involved in, in, in my situation, we're good. And it's going to stay good because you know what would happen if it didn't. It would be very bad. 
uh, for everybody involved, especially the kid. And that's not what we're about. We're smarter than that. We're better than that. He means more than that. And it's all about keeping this kid happy, content, safe, and educated and all that shit. And I don't have a reason to go off the handle. I don't have a reason to be, you know, vindictive and evil because they've never given me that reason. And I appreciate that. So I'm not really even talking about me. I'm talking about the dads, the single dads out there that are busting their ass to be good fathers, but getting fucked by a system again and again and again and again. I'm not just talking about child support. If, but let's talk about child support, actually. If you're half time with a kid, you shouldn't have to pay fucking child support. Once you break up with somebody, that is, I, in my opinion, once you break up with somebody, you divorce somebody, if you have a kid, it's not your responsibility to take care of that person anymore. Fuck that person. And that's how they should look at you as well. If I sat there and I had to, you know... <laughs> Spend thousands of dollars a year. I don't mind taking care of the kid. But if I have them half time, guess what? I'm already taking care of the kid. The other half is your responsibility. If you want to give them to me full time, then fine. I'll take full responsibility. Personally, I would love nothing more. I'm a full time dad stuck in a half time dad's freaking situation and I hate it. I want more time and I will eventually get more time because he's getting older. He's 12 and four years he will be 16. Guess what? He can do whatever the hell he wants. Two years after that, he'll be 18. He'll definitely do whatever he wants. And I'll never be the one to sit there and say, hey, you got to make a decision. No, he'll make that decision. And he'll have his own life at that point. Has nothing to do with any of us. He has his own life now. He's very independent. He likes to do his own shit. When he wants me, I'm here. I'm the one knocking on his door all the time. Like, hey, you want to (laughs) play? But like I said, I'm not even talking about my situation. My situation, for the most part, is good. And I'm happy about that. And I love the, the, the fact that we work together to make sure he has what he needs. And he definitely does. Probably and then some. Like I said many times, if you walked into his room, it's a freaking gamer's palace, man. <laughs> Every inch of his walls are covered with shit that he likes. He's got a cool everything in his room. It's amazing. It's, it's the coolest room in the house by far. And I know he's got a great situation over there. He's safe. He's loved. He's taken care of. But like I said, again, again, and again, this is not about my situation. I'm talking about the fathers that are trying so hard and just getting ripped off, literally ripped off emotionally, financially, any possible way. Every time I drop my kid off, and I've I've said this before, a piece of my heart just literally dissolves. I hate watching this kid walk away from me. I freaking hate it. But I have to, I have to let him go. And I tell you what, I ain't going to lie to you. It frees up a lot of time for me to get shit done. But now he's at that age where he could be doing that stuff with me. And I look forward to these next few years when he's you know, growing and learning what I'm teaching. And we're both learning guitar together, by the way. He's got his own guitar and amp and everything. And we're still writing books. We just wrote yesterday. We're still doing TV shows together. He's got the BBX Mouser show. He's got a show called Dead Zombies. He's got, the kid's got some stuff going on, man. And you know what? That's my influence, and I am very, very proud of him. But like I've said before on a different podcasts, on the Nine Mile Drive Wrestling podcast, my kid doesn't care about pro wrestling. I was a pro wrestler for 16 years, and he used to play in the rings that I owned, and he used to have a great time. But 
he does not give a shit about wrestling. I watch wrestling every week, and he does not partake. He, that's his time. He's in his room playing video games, whatever, He's killing things on, on video games or watching YouTube where other people are playing video games, <laughs> which I still don't understand. <sighs> anyway, <coughs> oh, there's another pistachio. Oh, geez, pistachios are dicks. They just kind of linger with you. Anyways, back to the Hall of Respect. If you're a father out there and you've separated from the mother and your kid looks so forward to coming to your house and so forward to spending time with you and seeing you, but you have to abide by a set of fucking rules that are placed in part by your other, uh, by your ex and by the government. If you have to abide by rules for your own child, I know how pissed off you are. I know how much you hate it. Because we're all selfish, aren't we? We're all human. We're all selfish. And we want just to wrap our arms around our kids and to say, hey, this is mine, 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 mine. But you can't. Which is why, you know, most Tuesdays, I got to watch him walk away. Not that I'm worried about where he's going. But just that I'm upset that he's not with me. And then you come into the house and you see the, you know, the game is still on that he was just playing or the, the glass of fucking whatever he was drinking is just sitting there half empty or his socks on the floor and his toys are out or whatever. And you see all that stuff and then you don't see him or you drop him off. And the next thing you know, you're looking at the car seat next to you where he was just at, where all of that energy was and all of that love and all that closeness and fun and then you got someone like me i live alone i have a cat that's you know she's a little overbearing and she needs all the love i can give but it's not the same you know what i'm saying you see all that stuff when you come back and you slowly clean it up and it's then you just bury yourself in work that's what i do at least so anyways to all you fathers out there that are trying to do the very best for your kids. And they say, don't be your, your best friend with your kids. Bullshit. Be the best friend your kid has ever had. Talk to them like you talk to your best friends. That's what I do. And you know what? My kid is amazing. He's the coolest, most well-behaved, most non-judgmental, funniest little fucker I've ever met in my life. And I say little fucker because it's funny. And if you don't agree, fuck you. I don't care. <laughs> Why am I so negative? <laughs> Anyways, Hall of Respect goes out to all the single fathers that truly give a shit. Oh, God. Welcome to the Dungeon of Douches. These people are assholes. Okay, on the flip side of that, for the Dungeon of Douche, I was going to do a Dungeon of Douche and chain up by the ankles in a dirty, disgusting, filthy, dank, moist, moist, rat-infested, cockroach-infested, Spiderweb, nasty, gross, dungeon of douche, upside down. I forgot the upside down part. Did I say upside down? I was going to uh, put them, uh, people that have to use guns to set up. Because lately in Colorado Springs, it's like, holy shit. There's shootings every fucking day in Colorado Springs, which has been voted like one of the like best cities to live in in the country. If this is the best, then I hate to fucking see what else is going on. And I'm from Detroit. What is going on with you people? And, I, and, and you know what? Maybe I will. Maybe I'll do a tie. This episode's getting long, but maybe I'll do a tie between people that are forced to use guns 
and the flip side of the hall of respect, which is mothers that make it difficult on single fathers. You know, I don't even have to do the mother's things. You get it. If you're a mother out there and you know that you have a, that your kid's father is not only capable of being a good father, but is a good father, is a good provider, is very make your kids safe, obviously, and you make it hard just because of your own selfish bullshit fucking reasons. And you make it difficult and you make it financially impossible for that father to see their kid and love their kid and be a part of that kid's life. Then fuck you. You're a piece of shit. Jump into an active volcano, you stupid twat. Is twat an okay word? Can I say that? I was going to say stupid bitch, but that sounded too everyday. And I was going to say cunt, but that's like, you know, one of the no-no words. How about that? You're a bitch, cunt, twat. I fucking hate you. You know, we're, 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 we're also parents, no matter what the court says, no matter what the government says, no matter what the regulations are, no matter what you think we are equal. I don't care if the baby grew in your belly. Guess what? We put it there. We are fucking equal. Now, if the parent fucks up the mother or the father, then yeah, they deserve to lose time with their kids, but not entirely. But I know there's a whole lot of fathers out there. And again, this is not directed towards my situation at all. I have a good situation. I just want to make that clear, just in case someone's listening out there. And, oh, Brandon said this. Yeah, yeah. Nothing to do with my kid's mom. She's amazing. So is her husband. So is her whole side of the family. Nothing to do with them. But I've been in these situations before. My son's not my only kid. You know, I'm not going to go too far in that because I've already talked about it. But if you're doing that to an, it makes me so mad. It really makes me like violently mad. It's that, how could you do that? I can't imagine my life without my son. I can't. So anyways, I'm just going to keep this on this side of the dungeon. I'm hanging up these shitty mothers. And that's what I'm going to call you. You're a shitty mother because you're robbing your kid of half of the influence that they need. Half of the love that they deserve. Like I said, this is not about shitty fathers. Like shitty fathers, fuck off. You're, you're just as bad as the shitty mothers. If you're an alcoholic, drug addict, piece of shit who puts your kid in danger and teaches your kid to be the next generation of douchebags, whether you're a mother or a father or a grandparent or whoever the fuck you are, if you're influencing these kids to be the next generation of douchebags, pieces of shit, then fuck you too. Get in the dungeon. If you're a mother that's keeping good fathers away from seeing and partaking and loving their children, fuck you. Get in the dungeon. Anyways, on the other side of the dungeon, what is going on with all the shootings in Colorado Springs? I installed one of those ring doorbell things. It has the camera on it, and I love it, by the way. I love it. I can't stand people knocking on my fucking door. I hate it. Unless I'm expecting you, don't knock on my door. Just don't. Now I get to see who it is, what their agenda is, and I can answer the door from anywhere and see. And if anybody's trying to knock knock up my place, rob my place or something, guess what? I got your face stored on my phone. You're fucked. I love that. I love that kind of security. Takes a weight off me when I'm traveling. Love it. Anyway, with that though, there comes this like neighborhood community, like almost like a social media site on, on the, on the website, on the, on the app. 
And every day since I've gotten it, gunshots fired, gunshots fired, gunshots fired. On the news, I keep getting these up, uh, like breaking news uh, notifications and stuff. Gunshots, gunshots, gunshots. I'm going to say this, and I'm going to say this really quick. If you need a gun to handle your business, you're a worthless piece of human shit. Seriously, I could take a shit on the floor and I could put you right next to it and I couldn't tell the difference. That is what I think of you. That is what most people think of you. Keep your gun. Here, here, and here's what I've, I've said this before. And some people gave me shit for saying this. You shouldn't condone like suicide. No, in this case, you should. If you're one of these people out there with a gun in your hand, and you've got a grudge with somebody that you can't handle with your fists or your words. You're a pussy. Take that gun. I want you to load it up. Clean it out first, just so there's no misfires. There's no jamming, nothing. I want to make sure this goes through perfectly. Pick up that gun. Put your finger on the trigger. Take the safety off. Point it at your fucking temple and pull the trigger. I'm tired of hearing about this shit. I'm tired of innocent people getting, crossed, getting in the crossfire of your stupidity. You ghetto pieces of shit. You know, I have a lot of guns. I do. And I've never fired them. I take that back. Firing ranges, whatever. Yes, I have fired them. Just to practice, just to make sure they work. Just to get good at them in case I need them someday. I have a gun in my car, just in case. I have two in my house. If you break in here, you start some shit, you're going to die. But I will never, ever start anything with anybody. And that's a last resort. I don't want to kill anybody. I don't even want to hurt anybody. But if it means defending me and my son, even my cat, even my property, I'll shoot you in the fucking head and not think twice about it. So, once again, welcome to the Dungeon of Douche. All of you pussy little ghetto bitches out there that can't handle situations without waving a gun or shooting a gun at somebody. You're worthless, and I hope you all kill yourselves before you do any further damage. Yes, I said that, and yes, I mean that. Give me the meat! Give me the meat! How can you have any pudding if you don't give me the meat? Welcome to the meat of this episode. I got kind of dark there with the whole killing yourself thing, but I mean that. I, I truly mean that. It, okay, imagine if, you know, maybe you're a family out there that has somebody shot or killed by, you know, someone with a gun or a rifle or whatever. Wouldn't you have rather that killer have shot themselves in the head before they killed somebody you loved? I imagine you would. I imagine you would. Now, the only time that I would actually condone gun violence is if somebody killed somebody that's, you know, you love. If somebody killed, let's say, one of my best friends... I'll go kill that person. If the cops don't get to him first, or maybe he goes through the legal process and you know for a fact he's guilty and he comes out, you know, walking out of court, free as a bird, guess what? And, and maybe not for a best friend. Like, you know, and I don't even want to say the words like something happened to my kid or my mom or somebody like that. But if it did, absolutely, you go hunting. That is just how it is. The cops, honestly, especially here in Colorado Springs, cops are kind of, and I hate to say this because I have a lot of friends that are cops, 
but they're not doing a great job. And I know it's, it's made mainly because there's so many calls and so few cops, but that almost breeds a culture of not giving a shit about half the calls that come in. Case in point, I was here in my apartment, which I've been here for five years and I've never had any problems ever. And there was gunshots like down the street. Like I could see where it was happening. Pop, 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 pop. I was in the army for a long time. I know what this sounds like. I could see it happening. It's the only time I've seen it. And this is about three years ago. Actually, probably longer, about four years ago. And I called the cops. I said, hey, there's like an active shooting going on right now. Uh, and I called them. I called 911. Active shooting going on right now. It's right down the street. Gave them the coordinates. Gave them everything. Two hours later. Two hours later. They show up. And it's dark at this point. And I remember it was dark because I saw the flashlights going around and I stared out my window the entire time, not the entire two hours, but, you know, back and forth for most of it, seeing when they're going to show up. So thankfully, obviously nobody got shot or any, you know, anything that would have kept that crime scene alive, but two hours and then there's been a bunch of other times like disturbances and stuff like that or fights and everything. And I, you know, I've called the cops and I'm not one of those people that call the cops every 15 minutes about everything I see. If I can handle it, if it involves me, I'm going to handle it myself because I don't want to rely on the cops. Because first of all, they're not going to show up. Second of all, when they do, then shit usually goes, gets stupid. Anyway, this is not a knock on the cops. 90% of cops are amazing. 10% of cops are shit. But in this city, at least... You guys got to do a little better. Anyways, uh, the meat of this is not about that uh, in the least, actually. The meat of this episode is division. I'm not talking about math. I'm not talking about the Division Bell by Pink Floyd, their 1994 classic album. I'm talking about straight up division between humans. What causes it? What are the uh, elements of it? And how do we fix it? Because that is the main problem with this nation right now is modified, not modified, but corporately produced division, politically induced division. We are divided by gender, by religion, by race, by what football and sports teams that we like, by which iPhone we use, sexual preferences, age, uh, by which video game consoles we use, by which pop you drink, by which uh, political party you're affiliated with. We are divided by absolutely almost everything. And where does that come from? Are we born divided? No, we're not. My son's 12 years old and he's not a Republican. He's not a Democrat. He's not a libertarian. He's not a part of the Whig party. No. He doesn't look at black Mexicans or Asians or Samoans or anybody else any differently than he looks at white people. No. He likes what he likes and he doesn't like what he likes. He likes mac and cheese and chicken nuggets. He doesn't like onions. He doesn't like uh, Starbucks egg bites for some reason. I don't like eggs. Like, what are you talking about? These things are amazing. How could you not like Starbucks egg bites? I tried to get him to take a drink of this dragon drink, which is basically like a freaking candy bar in a cup. Nah, I don't want to try. He won't even try it. 
probably because I told him it was made with real dragon meat, but he's smarter than that. He knows I'm joking, but it's, he just likes what he likes. He doesn't like what he doesn't like. He doesn't like stupid people. He's well beyond his years in that, in that aspect. He knows what stupid people are. He's not confused why, you know, dad's like angry driving because this truck just pulled you over and almost ran you off the road. He gets it. And I've been trying to teach him that myself. There's only two kinds of people in this world, acceptable people and downright fucking stupid people. And those lines go back and forth like hourly. I can be a downright stupid motherfucker at times. I make mistakes. And there's, then there's deliberate and, and unintentional as well. And that's the two kinds of stupid people. So I don't understand where this comes from because we're not born into it. Well, actually, I do understand where this comes from. I was going to say most people don't understand where this comes from, but I do because I'm fucking genius. That's why I have this podcast. It comes from the media. It comes from television. It comes from entertainment platforms. It comes from politics. We are told what to like and what not to like. We are told this in our history books. Would you want to know what keeps racism alive right now? Do you want to know what keeps it alive? Talking about it. Because here, here's the thing. Most, most, most in this day and age, it's the end of 2019. We're heading into 2020. We're ending another decade. Most people are not racist. Most people don't care who you want to have sex with. Most people don't care if you're male or female. Most, most people don't care about this stuff. They don't care if you're uh, young or old. And I've said this a thousand times on this podcast. Most people judge you and everyone around them by character, action, and skill. That is all. Character, actions, and skill. That's what most people, but there's a, it, it, it's trendy to say this is going on and this is going to divide blacks and whites or Mexicans and, and Asians or whatever the fuck is you know, divided by. We have different color football teams and baseball teams and hockey teams and basketball teams and football and soccer teams and all this stuff. We have all these different colors from different states and we have to latch on to this one. I'm a Lions fan. I'm a Broncos fan. So I can't fucking stand this stupid ass goddamn Kansas City Chiefs motherfucker. Really? First of all, these sports teams are, are millionaires that would hate you if they knew you. Your job, like Bill Maher said, is to turn beer into piss. And that's really the only thing. Your job is to keep the merchandise stand active. That is all. Your job is to make money for their corporate machines, and that is it. And by dividing you by football teams and all these all sports teams in general, that's how they do it. I'm going to show my pride. I've got Lions and Red Wings jerseys in my closet. I don't wear them very often, but I have them. So I'm guilty of it as well. I like the way they look. I like it when those teams win. I do. I'm not fanatical about it. I'm not insane about it, but I like it when they win. (sighs) Politics. The red and the blue have got to go. Democrats, Republicans, that whole fucking concept is constructed to program the masses to be divided. That's all it is. 
When I vote for president, I want to see, uh, like, I'll go back to wrestling again. I would like to see 16 candidates all affiliated with themselves. That's it. I don't care if they're Democratic. I don't care if they're Republican. I don't care about any of the other parties. Just them. And then they go one-on-one and America votes. Who won this round? Oh, okay. Elizabeth Warren beat uh, Buttigieg or whatever, however you say his last name. Okay, boom. Elizabeth Warren goes into the next bracket. It's like March Madness or something like that. It's a November Madness, whatever. I would love to see that. And then we eliminate the field that way. And it's just one-on-one. So you actually get to hear instead of having 20 people on a stage, you actually get to hear. And there's no division. It's, it's all individuals. People out there vote just because there's an R in front of their name or just because there's a D in front of their name, whatever it is. That's why they vote. They don't care about what their stance is on anything. They don't care about their, their, uh, their ideas and their procedures and the, and the and things they want to put into action. They don't care about any of that stuff. It's a D or an R. That's who I'm voting for. That's right. I'm going to vote for uh, who's that fucking piece of shit, uh, that sheriff. Uh, what the hell was his name? Bud somebody or Bob Bittner or whatever. He's in Alabama, I think. People voted for him just because he had an R in front of his name. Completely forgot his name. You know who I'm talking about. And that guy's a piece of garbage. There's a guy here in Colorado Springs who for some reason was on my Facebook friends list. Gordon Klingerschmidt. He has a television show. He's a highly religious guy. He's one of those fundamental fucking radical Christian types. And he has been like on television, on his little YouTube bullshit show, just destroying gays and destroying transgender. It's the whole fucking thing. And sharing all those fake ass news stories that are just constantly being fed into our system. They're, they're fake. They're bullshit. And he, and then you get all the comments. Oh, that's right. God bless Trump and all that. I can't believe these. Can't believe Hillary is a demon. I can't. Oh, it's fucking 2020 in like a month and a couple days. And people are still believing fake fucking internet site stories. Stupid, stupid, stupid. I'm tired of you people. And that's what I mean about judging people on their character, skill, and actions. Those people go into the stupid category. Non-acceptable. It doesn't make sense to somebody with a brain. Somebody who's not programmed like myself. It doesn't make sense at all. That people allow themselves to be freaking programmed like this and divided like this and conquered like this and turned into sheep. It doesn't make any sense. And I'm fucking tired of it. If that's you, then you're stupid. Wake the fuck up. Good morning. It's got it's going to feel really good when you do. I promise you. Anyway. <laughs> what else are we divided about? Why why do you care? How anybody has sex or with whom anybody has sex with? Why are we divided about this? Still, why were we ever divided about this? First of all, like the Romans back in the day, they were some gay dudes. They were some gay dudes. They were pedophiles. They, like, it was disgusting. And that was going on way back then. And I'm not saying it's acceptable to be a pedophile by any means, but I'm saying it was acceptable back then. It was part of their culture. 
I mean, Muslim people are, from what I've heard up until just you know recently, we're marrying off like 14-year-olds again. If I'm wrong on this, please let me know. There are fake news sites out there, but it's a thing. It's always been acceptable, but it's not. And again, that's, that's the difference between fucking acceptable and stupid, the two categories. What am I even talking about right now? I'm, what I want to know is why are we all divided over sexual preference? Why are we divided about religion? What, I, I like to think 100 years ahead of time. Where are we going to be in 100 years? Do you think religion is going to be a thing? I don't. There'll always be people that believe in things, and that's fine. Whatever you need to set off those mental dopamine, whatever, whatever you need you know, to make you feel good, do it. But I don't think religion's going to be as big of a thing in 100 years. There's already 25% of this nation, this nation, and 33% of the world doesn't subscribe to any organized religions. Yet, for centuries, wars have been fought. People have been ostracized. People have been killed. People have been just fucking each other over and killing each other. And, and the world has been terrible because you believe in the wrong God or because you believe in this version of this God or because you don't believe in God. Because why? Is it that important? I mean, I believe in natural selection. We got to thin out this population. So to a point, it's good. But, <laughs> but at the same time, why are we divided about that? So what do we do, man? Do we keep on fighting? Is that what we're going to do for the rest of our existence, which is not going to be very long? Got borders. We got customs, cultures. We're all divided about all of this stuff. And some of that's fine. Believe in what you want to believe. But you know what? Respect the other person as well. And I apologize. I'm going to apologize publicly right now. For the longest time, I talked massive shit about religion. I did. I would go out of my way. I never really started it, but if somebody posted something super religious, I'd be like, you know, like thoughts and prayers or whatever like that. Like, uh, thoughts with your family, definitely. Prayers are useless. You know, I used to say shit like that all the time without any, any reason for it. And then I kind of woke up and said, you know what? I'm just being an asshole. I was in the stupid category at that point. And I apologize for that. I do. I spent years just being a dick because of my own, you know, self-interest. And it was all just a look at me. I'm an, you know, I don't believe. Eh. That's what it was. And it was stupid. And I apologize if I've ever offended anybody in that manner. I apologize. I do. And I mean it. It's not just a blanket apology. It's not just me throwing it out there. I truly apologize. I understand you believe in what you believe in. And I'm not going to change that. And I think a lot of people need to wake up and realize you're not going to change anyone with your mere words. Now, what's it going to take for um, all of us to just stop being so disrespectful towards each other and stop letting ourselves be divided? First of all, it's going to take leadership roles. It's going to take somebody. I'm not going to say a president or anything like that. I've lost faith in that office entirely. But it's going to take somebody to just understand everything. And it may never happen. We're always going to be divided. We're humans. We're always going to fight. Of course we are. 
but maybe it'll take a major incident. Maybe when the aliens come, <laughs> maybe, maybe when they come down and uh, they say, yeah, we're going to take over this planet and we all have to come together no matter what color our skin is, no matter who we're putting our penises in, no matter how old we are, no matter what gender we are, no matter what fucking sports team we support, no matter what phone we're using, we're all going to have to come together. Maybe it'll be a, a, a climate catastrophe where we all have to be in high altitude or we all have to be south of the border because the everything north of the border is frozen. Borders aren't going to mean a shit at that point, I promise you. Your personal possessions aren't going to mean shit. You know what's going to mean shit? Eating, drinking clean water, taking care of the people you love. That's the only thing that's going to matter. And even then we'll be fighting. But if we all have a common enemy, then maybe that's, you know, maybe that'll work. Or maybe we'll just grow the fuck up eventually. Like I said, 100 years down the road. I have a lot of faith in the kids. I do. My kid will be dead in 100 years. I get that. But maybe his kid's kid will be part of this, you know, mental resistance against stupidity. Maybe there'll be more people in the acceptable category than the stupid category, which is not the case right now. So yeah, have faith in the kids. And hopefully in 100 years, long after we're all gone, they'll turn this planet around. Maybe we'll be on other planets at that time. Who knows? But that's really all that I can offer as an, as an explanation and as a solution. Time. Time equals knowledge. Knowledge equals intelligence. Intelligence equals solutions. So give it time, and maybe we'll all eventually stop hating each other. Now it's time for the happy ending. Okay, it's time for the happy ending. Uh, this has been a long episode, so I have to keep it real quick. Uh, I, I try to end it off with something positive and try to end it off with something that uh, will put a smile on your face. Uh, th- and there's a lot of stuff out there. It's not all negative, man. Like I said, this is my outlet. Every other hour of the day of the week, I'm in a good mood for the most part. I'm happy. I'm a very, I don't use this word often, but blessed person. I've been, I, I got a good thing going on here. I do. I got the television network. I got, you know, even this podcast. My son is amazing. My mom is alive and healthy. We talk every day, even though we're powers out right now up in Michigan. Things are good. I'm comfortable. I'm healthy. I'm happy. No, there's no complaints. And if you are like I am on this podcast, but for 24 hours, seven days a week, you got to stop it. You got to look around. I was, I was taking the trash out and I was listening to my feet crunch in the snow. And I know this is a stretch, but for some reason I thought to myself, there's people out there that can't hear. And I'm listening to that sound. I'm going, it's beautiful. And I know this is some hippy dippy bullshit. I'm saying I'm, I'm dropping on your chest right now and I apologize, but is it maybe if every one of us, this were grateful for the little stuff I'm looking at my voice graph, you know, being recorded, there's people that can't see. This would be the most beautiful thing in their entire life. If they could just fucking see this, what's right in front of me. Yeah. I, I'm going to jerk off later on tonight because my shit still works. There's people out there that can't get it up anymore. They would kill to be me just for that 4.7 seconds. 
that it takes me to do that. I got a picture of my son and my mom looking at me right now in my office. They're both smiling. They're both beautiful. There's people out there that have no family, no friends, no one. You know, I got a, I like to think I'm a talented guy. My body is still letting me do what I'm talented at doing. There's people out there that are, you know, they, they would just love to just get up and walk across the fucking floor and grab something from the fridge, but they can't. So maybe instead of just complaining about myself on that work or, you know, so, uh, the plane is delayed again. I can't believe this bullshit. Or, oh, my God, my light bulb burned out. Oh, it wasn't supposed to burn out for 10 years. What's going on? Oh, all oh, the fucking Internet is so slow. Oh, my God. Instead of being that person and whining and bitching about every little thing, maybe be grateful for every little thing. Try it. Try it. Seriously. I have a fucking air conditioner in my house. I don't need it today, but I've got a heater in my house. What about all those people that do not? What about those people that are freezing on the fucking streets right now for reasons not their own? I get to see my kid for half the time. And you know what? It pisses me off sometimes watching him walk away, like I said. But I'm so grateful for that other half. Maybe be that person. I have a fuck ton of friends all over the country. I'm grateful for every single one of them. I get to do something stupid, like talk into a $400 microphone system on a $2,000, $3,000 computer. It's material bullshit, but I get to do it. Some people out there that are way better than me that don't get to do this kind of stuff. I have a refrigerator full of food. I have... A bag, bag of pistachios that have been choking me this entire podcast. I got a dragon drink right here. There's people out there that are just thinking about that stuff going, you know, I wish I could have it. But no, I have it. And I'm not saying I'm better than them whatsoever. I'm not. I'm just saying I'm fortunate and I'm grateful for being fortunate. So instead of being a whiny little bitch about everything, and this is me talking to myself as well as you, be grateful. Things could be a lot worse. <laughs>